the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. What a mighty, wonderful, beautiful God that we serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. He is a great God, a mighty God. A wonderful God, a holy God, yes, a forgiving yes. God, a gracious God, a loving God. Yes, Hallelujah, yes. God. Yes, Lord. How can you not serve a God like that? Yes. Hallelujah, God. For all the stuff that we have done, and he has forgiven us of our sins. Once again, you heard me say it once, and I've said it again. I'm so glad that God is not like man. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Because if man had the power that God had, how many of us would be here? How many people have you made mad over the years? Right. Even long before you got saved. Hallelujah, God. And how many people that you were so mad with, and if you had the power to get rid of them, right then and there with a snap of a finger, how many people would be here if it was left up to you? All the people that have done you wrong, all the people that have lied on you, all the people that have stolen from you, what you would have did if you would have had the power to get rid of them? All right. That's why I'm saying I'm so glad. That God is not like man. That's why I say we serve a gracious God and a forgiving God. All the mess that we do, none of us should be where we at. Hallelujah. It's his grace, his mercy while we're here. Hallelujah. And you have to thank him for that. Hallelujah, Jesus. All the people that you done cussed out. Hallelujah. The things that you done probably had sticky fingers and stole before you were delivered. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. And yet you're still here. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless you, God. You can never take that for granted. Never. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Let us go into a word of prayer in Jesus' holy name. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this service, God. Bless this service right now, God. Use me, Heavenly Father. Anoint me, Heavenly Father, to bring your holy word to your people in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, I pray that the people just don't see me, but they see you in me, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. They just don't hear me, God. They hear you speaking through me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Bless each and every one that's here. God. Blessing each and every one that has tuned in and listened to this by way of social media, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that your holy word will help somebody this morning, God. Will deliver somebody. Make the strongholds be broken in Jesus' holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. And Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you have your way and your will be done. Your will, not ours, God. But your will be done. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God for another opportunity to stand before you. Amen. Giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. Thank God for our pastor, the senior pastor, the mighty woman of God, in Jesus' holy name, God. 
has been on the battlefield for many, many years. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Always continue to pray for your pastor. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Back in the day, how she used to smoke cigarettes, now she's smoking demons now. Hallelujah, God. Get rid of them. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. Amen. Amen. And giving honor to our overseer. Amen. The triple B. The big bad bishop. Amen. Bishop Robinson. Hallelujah, God. You to shoot people from his porch. Now he's shooting demons now. Hallelujah, God. Amen. I shoot at people, I should say. Amen. He ain't kill nobody, y'all. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank God for deliverance. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, God. I wouldn't be busting them out if he wouldn't have gave them testimonies himself, amen. So we we done heard that before. I ain't trying to bust nobody out, amen. amen. But we all have done things in our past, hallelujah, God, that we've been delivered from, and I thank God for it, amen, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, God. My God, we serve a mighty God, and, and hallelujah, God, and, and thank God for my mighty woman of God, amen, my wife, amen, hallelujah, God, that sexy, pretty brown chocolate, amen, hallelujah, God, the honey brown sugar, hallelujah, God, bless your holy name, Jesus, amen, I thank God for my real, amen, hallelujah, God, amen, somebody got to fuss and keep me straight, amen, hallelujah. I don't like all that fussing, amen, but it comes with the territory, amen. Yeah, Hallelujah, amen. God. Amen, because it's next Sunday at this time will be 23 years of marriage, amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And I thank God for, amen, for my <clears throat> two of my offspring that are here on today, amen, and my grandbabies, amen. Thank God for them. Hallelujah, God. Bless each and every last one of you that are here. There is a word from the Lord on today. Amen. And I am going to piggyback just a little bit of what I talked about on Wednesday. Amen. Coming out of the book of James, the first chapter. Amen. In the 22nd verse. Amen. Because I, I feel that it's so important about James about being not just a hearer, but a doer of his holy word. Amen. Once again, just to echo off of a little bit what I was saying on on Wednesday, there's, there's so many hearers out there. So many hearers. There, there's, there's millions in the church on today, this Sunday. Millions have already had service. Those that went to their 8 o'clock service or what have you. And many of them are, are back home right now. Hallelujah. And other services are getting ready to begin right now in the 11 o'clock hour. Amen. All across this nation in Jesus' holy name, God. But there's, so there's, there's many people that have heard the word, but how many is going to actually put it into practice? All right. All right. How many is actually going to do what they heard? How many are going to do what they read? Hallelujah, God. Amen. Because the book of James, out of the first chapter, 22nd verse, it says to be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. And some very good advice. It has right two verses ahead of that. That I'm going to read that we need to know, that we need to hear, starting at <clears throat> verse 19, just, just two verses right up, a couple of verses up, and it says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. Hallelujah, God. All right. And I definitely want to talk about that because how many times have we heard the term jumping to conclusions? All right. yeah. Hallelujah, God. Sometimes we don't hear things through all the way, and that's that's good advice. See, that's just not good to hear, but we got to do that. It says to be slow to speak. Slow to speak, but it's telling us to be quick to hear, though. 
Hallelujah, God. Quick, swift, and to hear. Yeah. And it also says, slow to wrath. How can we be children of the Most High God and angry all the time? Yeah, but children of the Most High God, but we don't want to hear nothing, but we always talking and saying things. Come on. All right. As people say, you're always talking, but you don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. There used to be something that we used to say like back in the 90s. It's corny, but we used to say about how you, you're all up in the flavor and all up in the Kool-Aid and don't know the flavor. The flavor. Hallelujah, yeah. God. All in the Kool-Aid and don't know the flavor. Hallelujah, God. Because sometimes we can just blurt stuff out. We can just speak stuff out. Hallelujah. And sometimes it just be just as wrong as can be. How many times you got to listen, listen, listen? And that's something we all have to work on. Amen. I believe a whole lot of arguments can be avoided if somebody just would listen. Amen. But we have all been there where we don't let the other party finish saying what they're saying. And we will jump right in in the middle of it. That's husbands and wives. That's I mean, that goes both ways. How many times do we just be screaming just to listen? Let me finish. Amen. I believe we've all said that. All right. Once or twice. Maybe well more than that. Just let me finish what I'm saying. And then you can understand. So that's good advice. That's something that we need to do there. Amen. We need to do that for real. We need to be quick to listen. Hallelujah, God. And sometimes slow to speak. Come on. There's also an old saying that a lot of times they say that a lot of times you show your ignorance by the words that come out of your mouth. <laughs> sometimes it's just good to just to assess and look at a situation. When you just meet somebody just coming in, sometimes it's just best to look around and see what's going on. If you're starting at a new job, why are you just going to get up there just running off at the mouth? Observe some things. See what's going on before you just button in. Hallelujah, God. Observe, look, listen. Hallelujah, bless your holy name, God. But be doers of the word. If we had more doers, we would really, really be much more better off. There's a lot of people that hear it. A lot of people hear things that come to church. And thank God that you're in church hearing the word. Now put it into practice when you leave out of the four walls. All right. Bless your holy name, God. See, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, it says to pray without ceasing. Pray continually. That's telling you to do something. We can hear that, but are you doing it though? Are you constantly praying? Hallelujah, God. I believe that's one of the pet peeves from our pastor. Always putting in drilling, praying, 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 prayer. Mm -hmm. Pray, yes. pray, yes. pray. Yes. The word tells us to pray continually. Mm -hmm. Are we praying like that? Come on, come on. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. The word of the Lord says that he hears the prayers of the righteous. Yes, That's good news to let you know that if you pray, that God hears you. Yes, but why does it seem like some people like, we don't believe in prayer? Because the word simply does tell us that if you're going to pray, then believe what you're praying for. Yes. And after you pray, believe it's going to get done. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Prayer is so important. There's power in prayer. Prayer changes what? Things. Prayer changes things. It changes situations. Now, especially if it's according to God's will. See, because I'll tell you, just because you pray for something that automatically means you're going to get it. You got to say it. Say it. Sometimes it don't. Amen. Now, it can be an important thing, and sometimes it don't. And I've given this testimony, and I'll give it again. But for instance... Uh, one of Bishop's favorite verses uh, is Isaiah 54 and 17. Yeah. That when it says, no weapon shall be formed against me. Mm -hmm. 
And as we've been taught by our pastor that she said that, that weapons will form. Yes, they will. That don't mean they won't form. Okay. It just said that no weapon that is formed against me, that it shall prosper. But please believe weapons are going to form. The enemy is going to throw things at you. Yes, amen. amen. He's going to do things. Hallelujah, God. Yes. And one of them weapons might be something dealing with health. Come on. It might be some type of sickness yes. to throw you off. Because remember, Job, all of them boils and things over his body, that didn't come from God. Amen. The enemy did that. He just said that as long as you know that you don't put your hands on him, but he said he could do anything to him. So who do you think put all them boils all over Job? Come on. The devil did that to try and destroy his faith. That's a sickness. Yes. We got some mess that's going around now, these pox and all of this type of stuff. Right. That's going around all over people's body, all kind of sores and different things and whatnot. There's been cases of polio up in New York now. That's when you haven't heard of polio down there before even Pastor Bishop was born. That stuff was way back. We've been vaccinated. Even the president, uh, Roosevelt, had polio. He was in a wheelchair back in the 20s and 30s. Come on, come on. Come on. It paralyzes. And now that been creeped up. There's cases of that now. Yeah. Of polio. Prayer. Pray. Hallelujah, God. Pray that the blood that you're covered with the blood. Pray over your children. If you have grandchildren, pray over them, your grands. Hallelujah, God. Pray. Because, see, I've always said that just because you are diagnosed with cancer, cancer is not a death sentence. Come on. That's right. Say it. Say it's it. not a death sentence. Sure not. But, see, I'll get back to prayer. Like I said, I lost my brother to prayer. And I've said this before. You think I wasn't praying every day? All right. Because I know what God can do. I know what he's capable of doing. I know he can heal. But it didn't discourage me. I wasn't mad with God when I lost my brother. But you can please believe that I was praying. That was God's will to happen. Obviously, it wasn't for my will to be done. I know he heard my prayers. And still yet, when he still yet was getting a report that he's continuing to lose weight, I still continue to pray. The only time, because every time when I cook on like on holidays, when I grill, my brother and my sister-in-law will come over to the house and get something to eat. All the time when I would cook on holidays. The only time when it really hit me now that I know that something was wrong is that when he came over for Labor Day and he didn't get nothing to eat because he always ate. And that's when I knew he was fine. He was walking and all of that, but he had no appetite. Mm -hmm. And that's when it registered to me. Now this thing is getting serious now because he never came over and just sat and watched everybody. Mm -hmm. Because even then, my sister said he's losing his appetite and all of that. I said, well, shoot, he'll eat some of this macaroni and stuff. Right. And all of this type of stuff. I know he's going to do some of that. And when not. But when he came over here and getting none, that's what I knew then. I said, God, dog. But I kept praying on him. Amen. And even though he still kept getting smaller and smaller with his weight, I still know what God can do. I had faith all the way to the end until when I finally got the word that he wasn't here no longer. Mm -hmm. It hurt. Shed some tears. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. But I still yet believe in God because there's too many testimonies of people yes. that have been diagnosed with this thing right, and how it's completely gone out of their bodies or they living with it. It's under control, whatever the case, and that is nothing but God. Amen. And I will never be discouraged from that. I will always continue to pray because I know that God is a healer no matter what it is that the doctors say that you have. And we have to know that God has a last say so and not man. Because the word tells us to continue to pray and we have to do that. You don't let no weapon that's formed against you get the upper hand. Because word of God said that it's, it's not going, it can't do nothing. It shall not prosper. It will not prevail. And you have to believe that. When you pray, you must believe that. Amen. 
That's an awesome scripture to say. I don't care what comes against me. It will not prevail. Especially if it comes from the enemy. Amen. Because you are a child of the most high God. Those right. of you that have given your life to Christ. You are covered with his blood. Hallelujah God. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. And you have to believe that. Hallelujah God. Prayer. It changes things. Yes it does. And see another thing that it tells us to do that. A lot of people have issue with. But we're going to cover it. Let's go to Mark 11. Mark 11, starting from 24 to verse 26. It says, and this is Jesus talking. It says, therefore, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you shall have them. Amen. But see, you have to believe. If you don't believe, then don't pray. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah, God. All right. Don't pray if you don't believe. Bless your holy name, God. In verse 25, it says, and when you pray, when you stand praying, it says, forgive. Mm -hmm. There it is right there. Why do we have so much of an issue with forgiving people? Right. After your Lord and Savior, which I'm about to read here in a minute, uh -huh. that forgave you of all your nasty, dirty sins. Come on. Right. He has forgiven you. Amen. And all he asks is that you forgive those that have done you wrong. Right. Amen. But for whatever reason, we have trouble doing that. We do. But you're not the only one. If you have trouble forgiving, a lot of people say that's me. And that's nothing wrong with that. At least at first you, you've taken the first step. You're admitting that you have an issue because somebody has done you wrong. Okay. But you can get delivered from that now. You don't let one person keep you out from making it in. Amen. All of the good that you done did. And you're going to let that individual that have done you so wrong keep you from not making an end, that your name cannot, that Jesus cannot say, well done, my good and faithful servant, because of one individual? All right. Yes. Help us, Lord. Help us. It says, forgive. Forgive. It says, if you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you for your trespass. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you your sins. Come on. Good Lord. Thank you. That's just plain. That's plain and it's self-explanatory, but I'm going to say it again. If you don't forgive him or her, God cannot forgive you. Come on. That's it. Right. Amen. That's all it is. And you cannot make it into heaven unforgiven. You just can't make it in. That might be a hard pill to swallow. I'm not saying that it's something easy to do. It looks like forgiven. And Matthew 5 and 44, praying for your enemies. Come on. Are those that despitefully use you, yeah. people have issue with that. Because we're just in our human nature that if somebody does something, you just have to get them back. Or how can I forgive them? Because it shows like a sign of weakness. That's how the enemy has got you believing that. That takes a strong person, a bigger person to forgive somebody and to pray for somebody who has despitefully used you. Hallelujah, God. Can anybody pray for their boss or supervisor that just fired you even though you was in this? Come on. You tried to tell them that you didn't do what they said that you did, or you did what they said, you tell them that you didn't do, or whatever the case may be, it could be either way, and you get fired from it. Can you pray for that individual? Can you pray that God will show them the light? To show that, that you was innocent this whole time? Now, whether you come back to work or not, that's on you. You know, and I bump y'all. I tried to tell y'all I didn't do that. Yeah. Don't come calling me now saying, okay, we didn't got the evidence. We found out you was good. You did it, so you can come on back now. I tried to tell y'all that. Now it's going to be hard to come back there. Now y'all don't trust me now. But the point is, 
Can you pray for that individual that got you fired? Can you pray for an individual that lies on you at the job and they got you fired and they bleed their lies over your truth? Can you forgive that individual? Amen. Amen. See, that's what I'm talking about. Nobody says this stuff is easy. I know things have happened to some of us in our childhood from a stranger, from a family member, whatever. Can you forgive that individual for doing that thing to you? Hallelujah, God. Nobody says that's easy. But you have to find it in your heart. All the stuff that they did to my Savior, how they lied on him, hallelujah, how they blindfolded him, how they beat him, and how they plucked the head out of his face, and all of that made him carry a heavy cross. They beat him all night. All of that type of stuff. And he still yet said, Father, forgive them. Yes. He still said, Father, forgive them. My God. And he expects you to do the same. Like I told you before, you are chosen for a reason, saints of God. Everybody can't do what you do. Come on. Some people just have an issue, period, with forgiving and letting things go. If we're going to be child children of the Most High God, he called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light, and that's part of following Jesus. Part of following, for Je follow, part of following Jesus is forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Amen. The word clearly states, as I said before, stay on that straight and narrow, because there's a wide road of destruction. It says many are going to be on that road, but few is going to be on the straight and narrow. That few are those that live holy and they forgive. Amen. I want to be part of the few on the straight and narrow. Yes. Now, yes, if something horrible happens and whatnot, it might not happen like right then and there. But I pray, God, that God will keep me around long enough that I can forgive them. And I ain't talking about 20 or 30 years later. Right. That's a long time to be harboring some hate in your heart for you somebody. Gotta preach it. Preach it now. Hopefully he keeps me around long enough that I can forgive that individual and mean it. Hallelujah, God. Yes, Lord. Because our God is a merciful God. We have to do those things. We have to say so, God. We just can't be hearers of the word. If we're told to love, this is what we have to do. We have to love those that despitefully use you. Everybody don't like you. Everybody don't love you. You can't return the favor to them like that. It says people in the world do that. Amen. They supposed to do that. We are different. That's why the word says we're peculiar people. Yes. We are a holy nation. Hallelujah, yes. God. Yes. We are different from everybody. That's why he chose you, because we stand out in a different way. Yes, we do. Thank but it said that's easy, but we have to do that. Yes. Hallelujah, God. We have to pray for those who don't like us, saints of God. The word tells us to do that. That's what we do. Just don't be a hero when it comes to that. Do that. Ask God to help you with that. Ask God to help you forgive, knowing that's not easy. But you can do it, though. Yes. Because there's nothing too hard for God. He can do no. it. He can touch your heart, and you can be forgiven. Hallelujah, God. In the book of Amos 5 and 15, it tells us to love the good and hate the evil. Yes. I love to bring that up because we should love what God loves and hate what God hates. Yes. Hallelujah, God. But see, we're in a nation where everything is just completely twisted. We love what God hates. Hallelujah, God. And the things that God hates, we act like we love. See how but backward that is? Uh -oh. Just right. backwards. Uh -huh. <laughs> we love the thing that God hates. Hallelujah. And if God hates sin, it's just like we all just eyeball deep, all up in sin. And just love things that are sinful. And it shouldn't be that way. We should hate evil, saints of God. Amen. You shouldn't glorify 
murderers and pimps and drug dealers. How do they get glorified like that? You're doing things that are destroying the community, destroying people, but yet we glorify that. And you say, let's kids will be like, I want to be like that when I get older. And it shouldn't have to be that way. That's right. How many little kids you say, I want to be like a preacher when I grow up? You don't hear no little kids saying stuff like that for the most part. They look like they'll name everything else for the most part. Maybe not all kids, but for the most part, it look like they'll glorify and glamorize everything else except a man or woman of God. They say, that's what I want to be when I grow up right now. Which no, like, kids can preach when they in elementary school. Maybe not pastors, but they can preach. There's video kids out there preaching. But how many of them do you hear say that though? Hallelujah, God. Right. And you have somebody that's setting an example, living before God. It seems like that's what you would want to imitate. Seems like that's what you want to believe. But see, we idolize people, especially men that has multiple female partners. Mm. Uh-huh. And see, as being a man, see, and, and the men here, Josh and John, they, they know what I'm talking about, you know, because see, when you be around, boy, you the man, bro. Boy, you the man, boy. <laughs> see, we glorify that, and they talking about you the man, so you stick your chest out a little bit. See, because we didn't all see a lot of us men, especially before we were saved. See, we, we was on the receiving end of that. Because, excuse me, but hold on, I got to answer this phone call. You talk to this girl, oh, I got to Boy, look at you, boy. Boy, your phone ringing off the hook. Boy, you the man, boy. <laughs> see, we love that. Then you beat your chest and say, yes, boy, I don't play with him on, boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> see, we, 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 we glorify stuff like that. See, that's the wrong thing. Why not glorify a man that's being faithful to his wife? Um, why not let that be an example? Hallelujah, God. About taking care of his home and, and being with one woman and not ashamed of it and a brag on it. Hallelujah, God. What's wrong with that right there? That's a good example to set. That's an example for young men to follow. Hallelujah, God. Like I said, coming in on 23 years of marriage. Hallelujah, God. And I can stand here in the pulpit before God and on Facebook Live and say that I have never been with another woman as long as I've been with Sam was sitting right there. I can say that. Now I had no bones about it. Maybe every man probably can't say that. Because such things didn't happen before and whatnot. But I can say that. And I can say that now. And not be ashamed about it. And I don't mind bragging on that. Hallelujah. Glory. It's not always easy, and I can only assume that she can say that. She ain't never said it, but I assume she can say that. She ain't never been with nobody else but me. Hallelujah, God. So I'm going to need her to get that testimony that she ain't never been with nobody. Hallelujah, God. I can sleep a little easy at night knowing that. Hallelujah. But I'll stand here, and I can honestly say that I know that, that she hasn't been with nobody else. At least I hope I know that. Hallelujah, God. Amen. But See, them are some of them issues that we might have had some issues, but that ain't never been one of them. Come on. Who texting you? Who calling you? I ain't got to go through all that mess. I tell them guys that at the job, I said, what that's a mess I ain't got to go through. Yeah. See, because just now, I'm on call, but I got to had to call, and we got to call at 1 in the morning, uh, the other, uh, Saturday morning. Okay. 1 in the morning, we had to call to go down to Five Points to do something. And you say when the phone went off, you say you had to tell them, no, no, this work now. This ain't nobody else now. I was like, see, I ain't got to go through no mess like that. My phone go off, I said, boy, I thank God. I ain't got to go through that foolishness, all that type of mess like that. So that's why when you know when you got a good, solid foundation, you ain't got to go through all of that. Hallelujah, God. You know, when, they, when your wife got the code to your phone to open up your phone, oh, I got to open up my phone, I ain't got nothing to hide. Amen. And Amen. all that type of stuff. I said, man, boy, y'all, I mean, guys at the job and with all the stuff they be talking about. I said, man, I said, I'm glad I don't have to go through them things that trust right there. Because the Bible says husbands love your wives, and that's what I do. We have to do that. Hallelujah, yes, God. Yes. Bless your name, God. Love the good. Hate the evil. Amen. That's not hard to do. Love what God loves and hate what God hates. Come on. Amen. Just don't be a hearer of the word. Come on. But be a doer, saints of God. Be a doer. 
See, in 1 Timothy 5.15, it talks about giving the elders double honor. Those that, that labor in the word and doctrine. See, you, you have a pastor that labors in the word and in the doctrine. The teaching, the priest like that. She should be receiving double honor. Amen. Pastors, bishops, apostles, those that, that's in position of God that do what they're supposed to do should receive double honor. Hallelujah, God. You honor them. But it looked like a lot of them have such a, a negative or bad reputation now. Hallelujah, God. Be hearers of the word. You can hear the word, but please do what the word say do. Amen. Doers of the word. Because, see, that's what counts. Like I said, when we leave here, the test is not in here. It's out there. See, here we get all of, we get we get fed in here. We get all of the instruction. But once we leave here, once they lock this door, put the alarm on. Now it's on. Now we get out there. And so many times, Bishop, you say, as soon as you leave here, the enemy waiting on you when you get out there. You better say it. Say it. He going to see if you going to do what you've been told. He going to see you going to do what you just been heard. Now, how many, as soon as you leave here, five minutes later, you flipping somebody off in traffic? Uh -oh. You just left the house of the Lord. <laughs> you just left the house of the Lord. And you're going to give somebody the middle finger because they done gave it to you. Because you done cut somebody off. Amen. And all of this type of foolishness. My God. Just left the house of the Lord. That's what I'm saying. The enemy is waiting on you. Yes, he is. As soon as you get out there, he's not going to leave you alone. That's why, it says, that's why it says submit yourself before God. Hallelujah, God. Flee the enemy. Flee. And the enemy will flee from you as long as you submit yourself before God. But God has to come first. Yes, he does. Amen. The enemy is not going to leave you alone. Like he said, he's going to form those weapons. But that don't mean they have to succeed. You don't throw nobody up your middle finger. Hallelujah, God. You don't do those things. Just because you get mad, you have to watch your language when you get mad. Four letter words coming out and all that type of foolishness. It shouldn't be. Hallelujah, God. Yes. It shouldn't have to be that way. There's other words to use. Yes, you go get angry. Because what the word says, don't let the sun go down in your wrath. But it also says to be angry. But what? Sin not. Okay. That's the word. We have to do that. Amen. It says you can be angry, but don't sin. Shells. Graveyards are full right now because somebody was angry. Come on. And see you to mess around and let your anger get the best of you instead of you getting the best of your anger. Amen. It has to be the other way around. That's what I just said here about slow to, uh, slow to speak, quick to uh, hear, and it says slow to wrath. Because yes. anger is dangerous when you get upset yes, and mad. Yes. All of this shootings that's going around now. And then when you hear, do I say, at a party or whatever, you always say it was an argument. Mm -hmm. It was an argument. That's it. You are here arguing, and you strapped, and you getting mad, and want to take out and shoot somebody all over an argument. It's just some people just do not need to carry no handgun. Come on, man. You got I need it for protection. But when you get mad, you quit to pull it out. That person ain't doing no threat, ain't running up in your face, ain't doing. You just mad because y'all having a disagreement. Amen. You know, say it, say it. Now. And like they say, even if y'all did get in a fight, that's all it. Like they say. Just like you, we all seen the movie um, <clears> or <throat> Friday. Remember they said, "Say everybody's so quick to want a dog on pull out, pull out a gun and say, put up your deuce.' Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to using your hands to sell something? Because that, you know, men we fight, we argue, and all of that type of stuff. And now everybody's so quick to pull out a gun. Yeah. All because you get mad and upset. Everybody do not need a pistol handy or within arm's reach. Right. All right. You Let's just see. don't need it. 
Even if it's in your glove compartment, you'd be quick to reach over there and get it, all of this type of stuff. Road rail, okay, somebody blow the horn at you, so what? You gonna reach in your glove compartment and prove a point? Come on. People do that. Yes. Everybody don't need to have this. Yes, you have a right to bear arms. Yes, you do. But do you need it? All right. Hallelujah, God. Household defending your home, that may be one thing. But everywhere you go, you got it with you. As soon as you get an argument, there it is. Yeah, yeah. They always say it all the time. It started as an argument. Now here come the bullets flying. And innocent people are the ones getting killed. Not your intended target, mind you. All right. A lot of times they're not even the person you're arguing with. You're just shooting and all this foolishness. And then innocent people is catching the bullet. That's just sad. Yes, not the person that you're mad with, but somebody else. My God. That's why I say everybody does not need to have a handgun. Amen. Even Sheriff Black was saying that. That he believes everybody should have the class on a handgun. A quick example, because the CWP, there was a case somewhere, maybe not here in South Carolina, many years ago, and we all know if we got homes that 2, 3 in the morning, everybody should be in the bed for the most part. Mm -hmm. But you see somebody climbing through your window. You see somebody climbing through your window, and to your knowledge, everybody is in the bed. To you, that's a burglar mm -hmm. trying to come in and steal my goods. You don't yell halt, you don't yell freeze, you don't do nothing. You get your peace, you blast. Come to find out there was his daughter sneaking in late night. He said, now at least if you would have at least yell freeze or stop or halt or whatever, then she could have, yeah, hey, hey, it's me, dad, or whatever. Now, now you can get to fussing to do what you want to do, that's fine. But at least your child would have still been here because they're coming through the window. You understand it, you get it. Somebody's coming through because as far as you know, everybody's in the house and you're protecting your home. But look, you done took out your own child. Because sometimes children do mischievous things, mischievous things, we all have, and we're not for the most part. But see, it's things of that nature. Now, you got a gun to protect yourself, but the class that always says, because the word of God, not the word of God, but people have asked, if somebody breaks in your house, do I got a right to shoot them? And the sheriff said the same thing every time. If you feel threatened, you got a decision to make. That's all he said. He don't tell you to blast them. All he said, if you feel threatened, then you got a decision to make. That's all. That's how he leaves it open like that. If somebody has their back turned to you, that's one thing. They're going to nail you on that because they say that person was defenseless. But nevertheless, you know, you got a law enforcement officer in here. Brother John can answer all them questions and whatnot if you have anything dealing with stuff like that because he knows that type of stuff. Amen. I don't want to say nothing wrong, but we must be doers of his holy word. Hallelujah, Amen. God. Amen. Because there's so much stuff in here. The Beatitudes, it said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Are you bringing peace? Are you breaking a peace? Are you making a peace? Which one of you? Hallelujah, God. Those that have mercy shall obtain mercy. Are you showing mercy to people? Hallelujah, God. You got to do those things. We all have a goal, and that's to make it into heaven. When we close our eyes for the final time, are you going to be right in right standing with Jesus? All right. Are you going to be in right standing with him? Yes. Is your heart full of love? Is it full of hate? Do that one person that you doggone got a problem with that's going to keep you out of heaven. How can God forgive you? Don't, don't let the enemy ever, ever trick you into saying, that God understands or God knows my heart. Come on. That's a trick of the enemy. Yes, it is. Amen. That God knows. That sounds good. Amen. That God knows my heart. Amen. That sounds real good. But he knows you can also stop that foolishness also. Yes. So you ain't got to be in the state that you're in. You stay there because you want to be there. If you want to stop drinking, you can stop. You can stop smoking. You can stop doing drugs. You can't. Well, God knows my heart. He knows I want to stop. No, you leave it alone. 
You ask God to help you with that. If something is too strong, if the burden is too bad, that's why I say take upon my yoke, which is easy. Take upon God's yoke. Yes. If you have an issue, let God handle it. Pray to God. Pray for your anger. Pray for anything. Hallelujah, God, that you're having trouble with. If there's anything that's causing a disconnect between you and Jesus, pray about it. Amen. Ask God to help you with it. Hallelujah, God. Ask God to help you with it. Yes. It's not hard to do. I did. I asked God, whatever it is, whatever vice that you may have, whatever shortcoming. You pray and ask God. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing. God just ain't going to sit there and say, well, you just stuck with that. You got to work that out on your own. Hallelujah. Because the word tells you nothing is too hard for God. He says, is there anything too hard for me? All right. No. The answer is no. no. So there's no reason for us to be stuck in any situation that we don't want to be in. He says he always opened up the door when temptation is there. There's a door that's always open. If you read the word, you know those things. That far, you know it's no excuse. Hallelujah. There's no excuse to be in any all up in sin like that. Come on. Because there's always a way out. You know, yes. just Amen. do the word. Hallelujah, God. I, like I said, I know people make you mad. And I know they make you angry. Amen. But we got to keep that anger under control. Keep it, keep it. Amen. I know you want to slap the fire out of people sometimes. <laughs> you 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 got to keep that under control. Please do that. Don't slap the fire to somebody. Please Amen. don't. Because that can cause you to get you fired. Then you can get charged with assault. Now you're on your way down to Alvin S. Glenn Detention Center on Bluff Road. All that because you couldn't keep your hands to yourself. Amen. If that person decided to charge you. All because you couldn't keep your anger in check. Hallelujah, God. Some of the silliest arguments, betting over games. Mm. People have gotten killed over bets. Come on. Mad because they mad because your team didn't want all what they cheated to do. It don't matter. My team won. I don't care they cheated. I ain't paying you nothing. And there it is. Simple stuff. People get to drinking and arguing. See the stuff like what alcohol can do? It, it, it causes stuff. There's no need for all of that. Hallelujah, God. No need for that. Keep your anger in check. That's right. Just don't be heroes only. But please, saints of God, do what the words say. Do. Amen, amen. Practice what the words say. We got to live this thing every day in holiness. There are parents in here. We have to be here for our child. We don't want to be locked up and put away and leaving our children out there. We need them. Our children, our grandchildren need us. Hallelujah, God. Your wife, your husband needs you. You got to think about these things. Be prayed up before you go to work. Pray. Be in prayer before you go. Hallelujah, God. Just don't go to work uncovered like that. Always make sure you covered. Make sure that you covered. You pray for yourself and your co-workers. Because people have gotten fired from jobs and they go to the parking lot, get a gun, and they march right back in the building. And that's not good. That's been documented hundreds of times. And when they march back in that business, they, they come to do some evil harm, some evil business. And sadly, the innocent ones are the ones that get taken out. Not the person that fired them. A lot of times you very rarely hear that the boss, the one that got shot. But you just start shooting people. That didn't happen before. And that is just beyond sad and just evil like that. We got to pray for this nation, saints. Yes, we do. It's a lot going on. Yes. We have to pray. The word said to pray continuously. We have to pray for this nation with all the mess that's going on. I, for one, don't like the direction, the way that things are going. I can't stand it. A lot of stuff that's going Thank God for these food prices right before I close. Now, I, now see, Roger Wood sausage know they're wrong. 
Roger was sausage know they're wrong. See what all this inflation and stuff got going on. Them sausage we be ripped. Them bad boy like this now, and you paying the same price. I said, boy, y'all need to stop, man. That makes me mad because see now they cutting stuff now, and you got to pay for it. I said, man, look at these sausages not this long now. These things used to be us, man. Come on now. That, that, that just makes you mad, man. My freeze pops used to be this long. Now they this long. My freeze pops now, and still paying two for five dollars. All right, now. Man, that's, I mean, see this. I don't like the direction this nation is going. You better say it. I don't like it now. Say it. It don't. It makes me mad. It don't make no sense. I'm paying the same amount of money and getting a shorter darn thing what I just paid for. Can't even enjoy a good freeze pop no more. Long one. Gotta be all short now. Now I gotta eat two or three of them instead of two or one to make up for that long one that they didn't cut off. But they doing stuff like this. I say, I see what you're doing, Roger Woods. You ain't slick. Amen. But this nation, pray for this nation with the politicians and the politics and different things that's going on because it's not good, saints. We got to pray that the right people get in office. They affect the laws. Yes, we serve a mighty God, but we living here on this earth and you got to deal with that stuff like prices and different things of that nature. You get the wrong people in office, they can make life miserable. They changing voting laws. They're doing all kinds of stuff. You got to have the right people in office. That's why I pray for that all the time and pray for more men and women of God to be in office. Honest people. Amen. Honest people that won't steal your money Amen. and do the wrong thing with it or put the money where it's supposed to be. Hallelujah, God. Because that's what you need. You need honesty and politics. Amen. Let us all stand. Let us pray. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we be doers of your holy word, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we just don't hear, God, but we take action. We put into practice. Hallelujah, God. Your word says faith without works is dead. We have to put our faith to work, Father God. We have to believe. Your word says that, that if we do pray, Father God, without faith, it is impossible to please you, Father God. And I want to please you, God. And I pray that I have faith. You said we don't need a lot. Just a little bit of mustard seed side. At least that's something instead of none. So, Father God, I pray, Lord, that our faith is high and we believe in what we're praying for, Father God. And I pray, Father God, Lord, that we be doers of your holy word and just don't hear the word. Hallelujah, God. But to put it into practice, God. Order our steps, Father God. Use us for your glory, Lord. Keep our anger in check, God, because your word says, Lord, I pray, Lord, that we all be swift to hear, God. And slow to speak, God. Causing more issues and trouble in Jesus' holy name, God. I pray, Father God, that we love the good and hate the evil, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. And Father God, we have to know and we must know, God, that there's nothing too hard for you. No sickness can harm me, nothing like that. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, because you are a healer and nothing is too hard for you, God. In Jesus' holy name, Lord. Hallelujah, God. We love you, God. We give you praise. We give you honor, God. We give you glory, God, because you're worthy to be praised. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 If there's anybody who's desiring prayer, need prayer, the altar is open in Jesus' holy name. And I thank God for each and every one that was on Facebook Live that turned in. God bless each and every last one of you. If you need prayer, hit me up and we can tell God all about it. Amen.